0: It's now time for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's kick things off today with a look at that Weather Command forecast. There is a winter storm watch in effect from late tonight through Saturday afternoon. Rest of today, highs 15 to 20. East winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. gusts up to 30 miles per hour after midnight. Friday, windy. Chance of snow in the morning, then snow in the afternoon. Patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Visibility 1 quarter mile or less at times in the afternoon. Snow accumulation of 1 to 3 inches. Highs 20 to 25. East winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Hour chance of snow near 100%. Friday night snow in the evening, then chance of snow after midnight. Patchy blowing snow through the night. Moderate snow accumulations. Lows 10 to 15. North winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to the northwest 10 to 20 miles per hour after midnight. Chance of snow near 100%. Saturday breezy, mostly cloudy. A 20% chance of snow in the morning. Patchy blowing snow through the day. Highs around 20. Northwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Saturday night and Sunday mostly cloudy lows 0 to 5 above 0, highs around 20. Sunday night, partly cloudy, lows around 5 above. Monday and Monday night, mostly cloudy, highs 25 to 35, lows 15 to 20. Tuesday and Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, highs 35 to 40, lows 15 to 20. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, highs 30 to 35. Coming up on Montana at noon, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is holding a public listening session regarding mule deer management in Region 6 in northeast Montana. And on Tuesday, March 7th, a Yellowstone National Park wildlife biologist on a radio telemetry flight observed the first grizzly bear of 2023 to emerge from hibernation. Let's take a look at some news. State Superintendent Elsie Orensen has a unique approach to addressing the challenges and changes within Montana schools. In order to hear about both the problems and their potential solutions, State Superintendent Elsie Orensen is hosting community conversations across the state. According to Superintendent Orensen, a personalized approach is critical both within the classroom and when working to find educational solutions across Montana. How do you personalize education when it's been an industry model where the Bells ring. The class seats are filled. Teachers at the front of the classroom. Everybody opens to the same page. You take a test over everything that was just taught. And students may not be ready. Students may not recognize. The teacher may not recognize. So recognizing solutions right now is why I'm doing these community conversations. Because one size does not fit all in education. In a classroom of 20, nor does it fit in a very large state like Montana. All public schools in Montana were required to test their water fixture for lead starting in 2020. At that time, Haver Public Schools tested their water and found that some fixtures exceeded the state's minimum level for lead. Scott Filius, the Director of Facilities and Transportation for Haver Public Schools, explains. We tested every faucet every spigot in all the schools in 2020. We came back with a couple of high readings in the middle school and high school. One of the things you're supposed to do when you do those tests is you flush the system because you're trying to find out if it's in your water. We didn't get a flush in one of the buildings, so we retested both those buildings, and those numbers came down. We did have one spigot in a camera room that no longer gets used that we wound up turning that spick it off. After flushing the faucets and turning them off, the other Haver public schools received a passing grade from the Department of Environmental Quality. Yeah, they've all got trace. It's just whether they hit the state minimums or not. And uh, when we retested, they all were in our safe zone, so that gave us a passing grade. There is a laboratory in Montana working with the government, everyday citizen scientists and everyone in between. The lab located at MSU works to help identify elements through visual analysis. The lab has an astonishing assortment of high-tech equipment that other scientists, researchers or even companies around the country use in order to complete their research or projects. Dr. Sarah Zacher, the imaging and chemical analysis lab manager, explains a fascinating recent project that the lab conducted regarding a unique bacteria. We have someone who has these magnotactic bacteria. So these are bacteria that use the magnetic field lines of Earth to orient themselves correctly for feeding. The reason they can align themselves with the magnetic field of Earth is that they have these little iron particles in their body in these lines. And he wanted to see these iron particles in these bacteria. He used the elemental mapping As he imaged one of these tiny bacteria, and he could image the presence of iron and sulfur exactly locating these iron lines inside the bacteria itself with this. So he got an image, and he got the elemental mapping, and he got to learn a lot about how these little bacteria orient themselves in the magnetic field of Earth. On Tuesday, March 7th, a Yellowstone National Park wildlife biologist on a radio telemetry flight observed the first grizzly bear of 2023 to emerge from hibernation. The adult bear estimated at 300 to 350 pounds was seen near the remains of a bison carcass in Pelican Valley in the central eastern part of the park. The first bear sighting of 2022 also occurred on March 7th. Male grizzlies come out of hibernation in early March. Females with cubs emerge in April and early May. When bears emerge from hibernation, they They look for food and often feed on elk and bison that died over the winter. Sometimes, sometimes bears will react aggressively to encounters with people when feeding on carcasses. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is holding a public listening session regarding mule deer management in Region 6 in Northeast Montana. The listening session is from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Cottonwood Inn in Glasgow on Wednesday, March 15th. Hunters, landowners, and wildlife enthusiasts are encouraged to attend. Region 6 wildlife staff will provide a background on mule deer management, the current status of mule deer populations in the region, trends in hunters and harvest, and an update on CWD. Following the presentation the floor will be open for dialogue between public participants and FWP staff. The intent of this session is for FWP to have a chance to hear various concerns, questions, and perspectives from the interested public. There will be no decisions made during this listening session. Now, here's a look at today's wheat prices. In Hill County, winter wheat is selling for $7.86 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.03 per bushel. In Blaine County, winter wheat is selling for $7.76 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.98 per bushel. In Liberty County, winter wheat is selling for $7.91 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.03 per bushel. In Shoto County, winter wheat is selling for $7 dollars 86 cents per bushel while spring wheat is selling for eight dollars and three cents per bushel and in phillips county winter wheat is selling for seven dollars and 71 cents per bushel while spring wheat is selling for seven dollars and 93 cents per bushel let's take a look at funeral notices Tim Cowan, 61, passed away March 7th, 2023 at his home in Turner. A funeral service will be held Saturday, March 11th at 1 p.m. at Turner Lutheran Church. Jan C. Hotchkiss, 46, passed away due to natural causes at Northern Montana Hospital on Saturday, March 4, 2023. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 11 a.m. on Monday, March 13, 2023 at Holland Bonine Funeral Chapel. Burial will follow in Highland Cemetery. Jan's family has requested memorial donations be made in his memory to the Jan Hotchkiss Benefit Fund in care of Stockman Bank. To help with expenses for his minor children. Please visit Jan's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for his family at www.hollandbonine.com. Manley E. Bacon, 63, passed away in Minot, North Dakota. Wake services will begin at 2 p.m. on Thursday, March 9th, 2023, and will continue until his funeral service, which will be at 10 a.m. on Friday, March 10th, 2023. All at Our Savior's Lutheran Church. Burial will follow in the Rocky Boy Cemetery. Please visit Manley's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for his family at www.hollandbonine.com. Now, let's get a final look at that Weather Command forecast. There is a winter storm watch in effect from late tonight through Saturday afternoon. Rest of today, highs 15 to 20. East winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Gusts up to 30 miles per hour after midnight. Friday, windy. Chance of snow in the morning, then snow in the afternoon. Patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Visibility 1 quarter mile or less at times in the afternoon. Snow accumulation of 1 to 3 inches. Highs 20 to 25. East winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Chance of snow near 100%. Friday night, snow in the evening, then chance of snow after midnight. Patchy blowing snow through the night. Moderate snow accumulations. Lows 10 to 15. North winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Shifting to the northwest 10 to 20 miles per hour after midnight. Chance of snow near 100%. Saturday, breezy, mostly cloudy. A 20% chance of snow in the morning. Patchy blowing snow through the day. Highs around 20. Northwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Saturday night and Sunday. Mostly cloudy. Lows 0 to 5 above 0. Highs around 20. Sunday night partly cloudy. Lows around 5 above. Monday and Monday night. Mostly cloudy. Highs 25 to 35. Lows 15 to 20. Tuesday and Tuesday night. Mostly cloudy. Highs 35 to 40. Lows 15 to 20. Wednesday. Mostly cloudy. Highs 30 to 35. And that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Eric Gray. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com.